We got waves? We got waves. Does Will have waves? I don't know. Do I have waves? Yes? No? I think he has waves. I think you got waves, sir. Congrats. Perfect. (laughs) Oh, does he know about the we're in? Oh, no. (laughs) That's why I was asking if you played It's Megan. It's Will. And we're in. Yay! Yay. Yeah, that's yeah. You didn't even need to practice. What can I say? Congrats. Quick study. Yeah. yeah. Hey guys, what's up? We're uh, here with William. Hi. What's up? Hi. <laughs> I don't know. I'm tired. Hi. What's up? Hi. We had a late late night. It was an earlier night. It was definitely an early <laughs> night. <laughs> it was an exhausting D and D is tiring, guys. Especially when Eric's your DM. Yeah. But that's not what this week is about. Nope. This week is about Will. Sort of. It's Will's week. Yeah. Yay. <laughs> Yay. Uh, and other stuff. So, yeah. We, like we said last week, have Will on. <laughs> He's going to talk to us about some photography mumbo jumbo. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's it. questions? <laughs> no, uh, no, not yet. We going to play a game first. All right. Yeah, we're going to play the game first. Yeah, get us all warmed up. <laughs> all right. <laughs> you couldn't see it, but Morgan was doing like a praying mantis. <laughs> a rubby thing. Uh, but yeah, so we're going to start with hypotheticals like we did last not last week, last episode. Yes, that's fine. Oh, You're right. learning. getting right into them. Okay. Oh yeah, we start with the game. We, I mean, we usually chat, but I feel like the only thing we really have to chat about right now is D and D, and I yeah, don't want to talk about that. <laughs> no, because <laughs> no. nothing is new with you guys except for that. So <laughs> ever. Yeah, right now. It just doesn't help that we're recording the day after too. Yeah, no. Just having, we literally just go to bed right after. Yeah. And then I wake up and I'm like, okay, time to process all that. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Uh, I say Will goes first. Yeah, I'm done with that. Okay, all right. Imagine the following three sensations. One, chewing and swallowing the first mouthful of your favorite food after starving yourself for 48 straight hours. The food is prepared perfectly. Great. Two, lying down on a specially cozy bed after 12 hours of nonstop physical labor on a cold day. Oh, on a cold day. Oh, my God. Yeah. Three, the first moment of urinary release after having held a completely full bladder for more than 90 minutes. Oh. <laughs> Damn, right. I feel that in my soul. <laughs> for the rest of right your now. life. <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah, for Wait. the rest of your life, you will feel one of these three ways all the time. <gasps> this is how you will always feel That's 24 hours a day. You won't be doing this specific activity, but you'll always be experiencing the acts accompanying euphoria. Which one will you select? Oh. So yeah. does it mean like you'll always feel good? Like it doesn't mean I always have to pee, right? 
Yeah. No, but it, it just, it always feels like that feeling afterwards. So you'll just be sitting on the that couch. That specific euphoria. So like you're just sitting oh. on the couch like, like man, it's like I a just moment a frozen whiz. in time. But you always feel like that. <laughs> sweet whiz. Sweet whiz. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, man. Um, man. I probably, this isn't really much of a thought for me. I'm going to take the in a warm bed after 12 hours of doing hard labor on a cold day because I fucking love my bed and after having a really long day it's just the best feeling yeah uh I was gonna say as much as I don't really think I have a favorite food to be honest there's like too many things to choose from and like my favorite thing in the world is a cold uh cold no a (laughs) nice comfy (laughs) blanket and also after you've starved yourself for 48 hours any food's gonna be the best not doesn't matter what it is, so True. don't need that. I'm gonna also go with the bed. What are you going with? Uh, you have to also. I landed. I landed on the bed too. Yeah. Mostly because <laughs> the food thing. I'm. Eating, I don't. After starving yourself for 48 hours, I like yeah, food because you're hungry, but you're not concentrating on yeah what it is. Enjoying it. You're it's just euphoric because like, you're like food. Yeah. yeah. Um. But I feel like everybody's can relate to the second one. Yes. Yeah. Right. And also, like, for the pee one, that's mostly, like, relief for me. I don't think it's euphoric. Yeah. It's not like, oh, I'm so happy I just got to pee. I'm just like, oh, my God, Fucking thank God. finally. Yeah. Like, it's not a, a happy relief. It's like a, God damn it, this took too long. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Especially, yeah, 90 minutes is a long time mm-hmm. to not pee for. If you have to, like, really If you pee. already have to pee, yeah. As I say, I don't pee every 90 minutes. I don't know about you, girl, but. <laughs> Depends. If I'm at work, it's, like, every three hours. That's about how far apart my breaks are. I just had my uh, really pregnant cousin over last night, and she was telling me a story about how one time she, like, recently she sneezed and a little pee came out. <laughs> oh, and she was like, because, you know, I hadn't peed in, like, half an hour. <laughs> I was like, oh, girl. Aww, She's like, pregnancy's Aww. fucked. It's <laughs> like, yeah, you're not making me any kind of any excited. Any motivated. <laughs> no. Yes, I love to just pee myself at random. <laughs> So good. Do you want to go next? Or do you want me to go next? You go next. Okay. Yay. <laughs> <clears throat> uh, someone builds a pair. Oh, mine's called the honesty room. Oh, what was yours called, Will? Uh, where is it? Uh, Euphoria forever. Nice. Creepy. That <laughs> balloons definitely. He feels like he just uh, peed after not peeing for ninety minutes. <laughs> That's the one he went with. Yeah. He's just like eyes. finally. <laughs> uh, <laughs> So, yeah, honesty room. Uh, someone builds a paranormal honesty room. Within the walls of this room, it is impossible for anyone to tell lies or to avoid answering whatever questions they are asked. Yikes. The same inventor also creates a memory loss drug that is released into the air inside the honesty room as an airborne mist. What this means is that people who enter the honesty room will not remember what they said, what questions they were asked, or even why they were there. Or that they were there. Oh my god. The only antidote to the memory loss drug is a pill. And you have this pill. So, in essence, you have access to a room where every guest who enters will tell you the absolute truth, bracket, about anything, bracket, and then immediately forget what they are asked and what they said. But you will retain everything you learned. And you have the option to give them the pill eventually. You are inside the honesty room with your parents. What do you ask them? Oh. (laughs) Y'all, I wish we were a video podcast right now. <laughs> Both of your faces are just... 
uh, okay. Right. Well, because there were many... I was just like, yeah, give me that pill. I'm going in there. But my parents... Mm-hmm. That's why I read the question and I was like, wow, this has a lot of, like, implications. And I got to think at the bottom and I was like, with my parents... Fuck. Ah, uh, jeez. I think there's probably only a handful of questions I'd even want to ask them. Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of questions I could ask them, but do I really want to know? Do you want to know the answer to those questions, though? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of where I'm coming down on it, too. I don't think, like, I, I wouldn't ask my dad anything. That's fair. And I just feel like if I wanted to ask a question of my mom, I'd just ask her. There isn't anything. It, I would let her decide what the answer is. I, yeah, I don't know. That's I weird. I feel like there's, like... There's like a, like those few questions that you know every parent is gonna a- answer like in the same kind of way, mm-hmm. and they probably won't tell the truth. So like for example, are you really happy that you had me? Like I know you love me now, but like, but like I was at not the time. planned. Yeah. Nah, I wouldn't ask that. Wouldn't want to know the answer. <laughs> I really... I would want to know the answer. <laughs> I well, d- d- I mean, doesn't I don't care. I'm alive now. Your answer isn't gonna make me feel it's the only it might make me feel better but it could also make me feel way worse so mm-hmm. i'm but good see, i'm good now my thing is i'm not wanting to know because like it wouldn't make me feel any different about them it would kind of just the reason i'd want to know is because like yeah like accidents happen and babies or whatever but like if you had the chance to get rid of me would you have wanted to do you think it would have made your life better like for me it's more of like a what are you thinking like see i feel <laughs> like i could answer that without having to put them in the room though Oh, fuck. What a drop. I guess. I just mean, like, they would not know that they would have told me the answer. That's fair. That too. What would you do with, what What would you do with the information if you had it? I think it might help me decide in the future if I wanted to do something. I don't know. Like, I've, okay. just from the people that had me and, you know, for, like, our family has struggles over the years, right? So it's like, if you had a chance to take away those struggles, would you have? Like, I don't know. There's a lot of questions that... I don't know. Like I said, it's not really like I need to know, but maybe I would just because they wouldn't know that they told me. But you'd know. Yeah. (laughs) You just get to walk around that information your whole life. Can I just like walk through the mist myself after and just blank my own memory? (laughs) Just be like, yeah, I didn't like those answers. Fuck this. Because like that would be one of them. I don't really know what else. I feel like I'd honestly just quiz them about like how they grew up and shit. Yeah. I feel like I don't know enough about... I had, like, a weird thing with my grandparents recently where I was like, I don't know anything about your lives. Like, I don't know what the fuck you did. I know you met at some point and got married and had kids. You worked in a hospital or something. I would want to know a lot more about my grandparents. I know a lot about my parents growing up, though. I don't know much about my parents growing up. I know, like, where they grew up and stuff. That's about it. I was an inquisitive child. I asked them so many questions. That's true. So, like, I... I guess I didn't... (laughs) If I was, could be in a room with my grandparents, there'd be a ton of stuff I'd want to ask them. Even just about, like you said, just how they grew up. And like, like my grandma grew up on a farm with like seven other kids. And one of her younger brothers died because he was running through the field and stepped on a rusty nail and got tetanus. Like, some fucked up you died from back in the day. And that was one of the things she volunteered to tell me. So like, what kind of shit was she hiding? What are you hiding? (laughs) Grandma, what are you hiding? <laughs> Literally. Uh, I have an alternate question to that. If you could bring someone other than your parents into the room, who would it be? There was a few people I was thinking about. Ooh. Just one? I know. I'm just okay. saying there's there's a few people that I could choose from. Uh, 
Were, were you thinking about anyone, Will? Do I have to have, like, the means to pull it in, or is it just anyone anywhere? Anyone. Now, imagine whatever crazy billionaire philanthropist fuckhead set up this room can, like, right? <laughs> acquire I would, I would probably line up, like, a bunch of uh, political officials and stuff. <gasps> And just have one them scroll person. through, and yeah, one, one person. person then yeah. I probably start with the president. Oh my God, Will! <laughs> just to, like Trump? Yeah, just to find out what. Wow. What really? What's really there? Yeah, there was a tax return joke made about him in a meeting the other day. <laughs> of course there was. Yeah. But like he's just that's a smart move. So much. I of was kind of going along those lines too. There's so much about like just distracting nonsense. Uh, how much do we really really know? We don't. So yeah, sure. I'd be hmm. to satisfy my own curiosity. It's would... funny that you ch- went that way because yeah. I was gonna go with Bush to see if he really set up nine eleven. Wow! Oh my god, Morgan! Conspiracy. <laughs> like I said, it was just like Bush, cause it's Bush, cause I want to know if he did nine eleven. Yeah, honestly, I oh want to know god. if that was a thing. Because... You really think that like he would have been privy to that though? Like they probably set it up around him without him knowing. A lot of people think that he himself set it up. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I don't care if it was a setup or not. I want to know if he did it. I guess it's smart to like. Like carry this persona of being a dumb dick bag for forever. So that 100%. when, when shit like goes my, wrong, everyone's like, mm. I feel like that's why I want my answer because I'm like, are you? No one can act this well. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. But like, I want to know because well. if you can, what the fuck, dude? Mm-hmm. What about you? I was gonna say I don't know who I'd bring in. I like asked the question and then I was like, bitch, what's your answer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if it wasn't someone like super important like that, probably just like. Someone that I want to get answers from that are avoiding at the time. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was going to say, I feel like if it's not someone super, like, influential or something, it'd be, like, situational at the time. Someone yeah. offered me the room and I'd be like, yo, this motherfucker. Yeah. yeah. I've been trying to figure right out now, Right now, right now, I'd put Eric in that fucking room and ask him <laughs> all my goddamn D&D questions. Yeah. And then be like, haha, fucker, now I know everything. And yeah. send him on his way. And then I would just wreck all, all the stuff that's happening. Sounds good. <laughs> but yeah, that would be situational, I think. Nice. All right, so mine is called, uh, I already forget how to say, say it. I remember how to say it. Senecia, I'm pretty sure is how they said it on Google. Uh, so you were forced to give up one of your five senses. Oh, this is an easy one. <laughs> just, you know, I started reading it and thought it was easy for you, but just wait. Oh, God. However, you may choose to compensate for the loss by means of sit. Synesthesia. I okay. Synesthesia. Thank yeah. you. For example, if you decide to give up your sense of sight, you can choose to smell colors instead. Oh. Or if you give up hearing, you might opt to taste music. If you give up taste, you could replace the sensation by feeling flavors. Basically, whatever sense you reject would be reflected through an alternate medium. Which of your senses would you surrender, and how would you replace it? Oh, this is still an easy. <gasps> That's answer. actually so cool. I mean, I'll take an upgrade over having half of something all yeah. day long. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I'd lose my hearing, and yeah. then like, does it just? How is it? so? Like, I can I know how it works. Like, you yeah. see, it's different for everybody. Mm-hmm. So what I'm wondering is like, what would that look like with speech? Do I just see like different colors come out? And I was how, like, say... I'd just be fascinated. <laughs> be like are angrier words a different color yeah. that associate with emotions? Like, how would that even go? That's how, like, the the thing that they're talking about is, like, a thing that people actually have. And they oh, say, like, different tones a, and stuff. There's an episode colors. of Heroes where 
the one oh, yeah? dude he can absorb powers oh and that's this one lady's thing and oh. he takes it and then he sees her play the piano and he sees <gasps> the music notes it's that's so cool beautiful i love that um but what so what you would give hearing what would you take instead would you want, want I would to see it? See, I probably see it. Um, Can you imagine smelling sound? That would that <laughs> would wig me out. Feeling it, I feel like would be like how it feels like you can feel the vibrations at a concert. And that would be too much all the time. Yeah, especially if it's like imagine talking mm-hmm. and like as annoying as some people's voices are. Imagine like feeling like the pressure of that. <laughs> yeah. On you? No, thank no. you. Yeah. I'll just shut my eyes. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Um. I feel like I'd want to give up. I'm trying to think of like senses of mine that are already impaired kind of in the same way. And I'm like <laughs> either touch or sight because my eyes suck. And I mean, my hands are kind of lame, but I'm like, how would I replace those? See, I'm having trouble because I would 100% give up my sense of smell. Like 100%. But I don't know what to replace it with because I don't want to see. And but but smell makes up such a big part of like eating and everything like that. Like it has a lot of it impacts a lot of stuff that you don't. You could think. taste smell, but that may be gross. Yeah, I don't. That's like I don't want to taste smell. Oh, I also don't want to touch smell because oh, I don't even just... know how that would. Do you want to hear smell? No, I really don't. I don't. But out of all my senses, I think I'd want to. I mean, to be fair, my hearing isn't the best anyway, so maybe I could just give up hearing as well. But then, yeah, like, I think like you, I'd want to see it, because I think that would just be super cool. What uh, what wouldn't you guys give up? Because I know 100% what I would never, which is sight. I, I read too much. I value it too much. It's... I really wouldn't want to give up sight. Yeah. Like, if I'm in a dark room and can't see for too long, like, it's... Like, you know, like, when you're in a bright room and you turn off the light and it goes black and you're like, oh, fuck, and you're, like, trying to find everything? Like, I hate that feeling. No, I just close my eyes until my eyes adjust. It's, I'm cool with it. It's good. I've done, uh, one thing I love doing is when we go camping and it's, like, super, super dark. If you don't use a flashlight, your eyes will adjust enough and then you can Yeah. It's like a little wilderness banshee. Yeah. Yeah. But I would not want to give it up. Like, that's not something I'd want to do. Uh, I wouldn't want to give up my hearing. Really? Yeah. I feel like my sight is impaired enough now that, like, if I lost it naturally and I couldn't choose to add it to a different sense, I'd be, like, super upset about it. But it already kind of is garbage and doesn't work great. So, like, hearing is what I rely on a lot to make up for it already anyways. So I feel like I'd be really upset if I lost my hearing. Your hearing isn't, like the best no nope. <laughs> no it's be nice not here. but i mean it's, it's really better, not better than her eyesight uh-huh better than my eyesight so. that's kind of scary mm-hmm. <laughs> i'm like really good at directional hearing which i think has come from my vision being so crappy because yeah. i have like shitty uh depth perception and stuff so like i hear my surroundings more than actually like uh what's it audible audio comprehension or whatever so like if you're talking to me it takes a second to figure out what the fuck you're saying but i hear you i hear your sounds and i know where they're coming from yeah that's about getting it. used to having sounds come from the right hand side once i got my hearing aids was the weird i feel like that was fucking up so hard it was for the long i still sometimes in the office people send me and i'm like where are you like i don't know where you are <laughs> who's yeah. calling me and why it's it's a whole thing yeah, I'm pretty garbage with, like, I'm pretty sure that sounds coming from over there, and it's coming, like, from the complete opposite direction, and I'm like, well, mm-hmm. fuck. 
know. I feel like that's the other thing too is now like you've pointed stuff out to me about like losing your hearing in the one ear and I'm just like, man, that would <laughs> fuck me up. Like, nah, I don't like that. Yeah. I mean, I really love music though too. Uh-huh. I, wouldn't really I wanna... love music. That's why like I, I don't think I would want to live life without hearing music. Like it means a lot to me. That's why, see, because I love food. I love mm-hmm. seeing things. I love music and listening to things. That's I love why I'm seeing like, things. Fuck my nose, man. I don't care if I smell <laughs> shit. Fuck my nose. But then what do I do with the see, smells? See, but, but you like eating and smell comes up to that. Why not give up touch? Although I don't know how you would replace touch with something. Like, then you can't do anything. When I'm thinking of like giving up my sight, I'm like, how would I replace seeing? Well, see, no, it's not that you can't do anything. You just wouldn't feel it? that you were doing it like mm-hmm. it's not like you when you lose your sense of touch it's not like you, your limbs that's become fair. useless no yeah, they do point. though because no. you don't know how much you're using them i've dropped stuff so much just from like losing maybe half of the sensation in my hands like they're dumb okay but you <laughs> can still function and live your life for the most part yeah you would you would You'd be surprised how much you need to be able to feel to know what you're doing. Over the years, though, you will train yourself to deal with it. Just Mm -hmm. like, you know, if you lost your sight or your hearing, whatever. That's what I mean. Like, if you you take touch and then you can, like, see things you touch, then you should be able to, like, I don't know, like, you touch a mug and then, like, red lines go out from where you're touching it. That's the other thing is I'm like, so if I replace sight, like, if I get rid of my sight and, yeah, touch makes the most sense for replacing sight, can I, like... Like, can I see forward ahead of me or do I still need to actually touch that thing to see it? Yeah. And then like, yeah, does well, it, does it outline it? Do I see it like actually like it would be? Well, you can't take away sight and replace it with <sighs> sight. No, like touching. Like yeah. my touch becomes my sight with the whole, the, your question. I guess. But I'm like, I don't know how I would add sight to a different sense. I think I would, I think you're right, Will. I think I would take away touch. I would just fucking deal with it. I don't care if I don't feel that it. It freaks me out now. Now that I'm dealing with it, <laughs> I don't like it. Okay, uh, do we have time for a quick funny one? Yeah, fuck it. I mean, yeah, that's a you question. Yeah. Okay, so this one's called Shaquille in the Shower. <laughs> okay. You come home from an afternoon of shopping, expecting your residence to be empty. However, upon entering your front door, you immediately sense that something is strange. The entire place smells like marijuana and roses. There's a briefcase sitting in the middle of your living room floor filled with diamonds and Christmas cookies. (laughs) You can hear the shower running, and when you open the door to the bathroom, you realize that the man using the shower is basketball legend Shaquille (laughs) O'Neal. A naked Shaq peers at you from behind the shower curtain and smiles enthusiastically, but says nothing. He then returns to washing himself. When you ask O'Neal what he's doing in your home, he simply says, I don't remember. Do you call the police? <laughs> uh, I, mean, I love that that's the only question. Do like, you call the police? My first question uh, will probably be in the scenario, where's Madre? <laughs> <laughs> Madre's Will's dog, for by the way. For those that don't know. <laughs> um, like, is she just chilling or does she the eat sake all the of, cookies? No, for the sake of the situation, uh, she Ugh. has hopped in the shower with Shaquille and is just, like, hanging out, also getting washed. I would Why probably be too weirded thing? out by that. I don't know. That. Yeah, because, I don't know. It's weird. Ugh. Or she's just, like, no, nah, she's just hanging out, like, with the briefcase full of diamonds and <sighs> Honestly, I, I don't 
I probably wouldn't. It's too surreal. I'd probably be like, <laughs> why is there money here? And I'd walk over and be like, is it real? I don't know. Start touching there's it, diamonds? get your fingerprints yeah, all over I, it? Fuck. Why is it here? And like, for some reason, this sounds kind of weird, but like, I somehow trust Shaquille O'Neal. Like, I don't think And that's what I get too. If he doesn't over. remember, he's just as much of a victim right now as I am. Yeah, that's true. Like, what is really going to happen? Like, he's going to finish a shower. He's probably going to be like, well, fuck. I don't know what's going on. You want to like play some NBA 2016, whatever fucking video he's in. Yeah. I don't know. Also, I love how your house smells like marijuana and roses. And roses. Where are the roses? Yeah. (laughs) Maybe he lit some incense. Oh, shit. (laughs) He's like, ah, damn, I danked up the apartment. (laughs) Gotta light some incense to get rid of that. (laughs) Yeah, I definitely would not call the police. What would you do, Megan? I wouldn't call I'd have too many questions for Shaq first. (laughs) Yeah. I'd be like, okay, so, I mean, first off, where'd the diamonds come from? Because that... That's got to be covered first. Not- I guess if you don't know, then you don't know, though, eh? Yeah, like he... If you don't know... <laughs> diamonds aren't, like, a common thing to just Also, have. how do I know that they're not Shaq's diamonds? He, I wouldn't be thing. surprised at all if he had a briefcase full of diamonds and cookies. My guess was, yeah, he, like... They're his. He pulled a heist, and he got the diamonds and money, whatever. Oh, I wasn't even thinking of heist. I was just thinking he's a loaded-ass man. <laughs> and he exchanged his currency for diamonds, I guess. No, he just had the diamonds originally. I feel like Shaq is that kind of dude. And put them in a briefcase. Yeah. <laughs> With some cookies. Took a stroll. Yeah, exactly. Right. I love how they're Christmas cookies. Yeah. Also. That was the weirdly specific thing. <laughs> yeah. like, Why are there also cookies in this briefcase? It's in the middle of July. <laughs> Christmas cookies. Yeah. I also love how he's like in your shower. He's not like chilling in your living room or anything. He's in your shower. Yeah, specifically mm-hmm. in, in the shower. I wonder if he was singing in the shower. I, I don't what, think Shaq sings. I wonder what Shaquille O'Neal thinks. In Maybe the he beatboxes in the shower. Yo, that man would be massive in a shower. I was thinking he's like he's gotta he, have like a custom built shower. You would definitely see oh, like yeah. his chest over your curtain rod. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he's like, he's like, he looks over. I'm like, yeah, that tracks. He would be literally yeah above. He'd the... just like look over and smile at you. <laughs> Do that like I'm just thinking about that gif, <laughs> the, the shoulder, gif, the shoulder thing. thing, the gif. Yeah, <laughs> my favorite. Jeez. <gasps> yeah. oh, Nice. Well, that was fun. Yeah. Well, Shaq, if you're out there listening, we would we would all trust you. Yeah, yeah. Apparently, you're a very trustworthy man. How'd you get into the house? <laughs> Did Madre let you in? He has connections, yo. He has diamonds. I'm not gonna question how he got into my house. Oh. That's fair. Mm-hmm. William. Why would that that again? Morgan is way too into this. I don't know if I trust the questions he's asking. I'm just excited to hear more about uh, your background and stuff, how you got into photography, stuff like that. Uh, I mean, it's not that super exciting. Um, Take it away. So when... I mean, I've always did, liked photography. I've always done it. I did it back in um, high school. But when I was doing it in high school, we did a lot more uh, film. Same. We didn't have digital classes. I actually stopped uh, because anything past grade uh, 10 was only film. And I asked, I was like, hey, can I still do the course? I just, I don't really want to do film. I'd like to do digital instead. 
And they said, nah. So I passed on it. Nah. Oh, you passed a great opportunity. You suck. Uh, No, but I had already done film for, at that point, two years. I just didn't. Oh, I wasn't my thing. You just kind of wanted to move on. Yeah, I've like I've done film. I liked film. It's very cool. You can do a lot of cool stuff with it. I thought you meant it was digital, digital for the first two years, and then it was film, and you were like, "Can I just not?" And I was like, "Well, well." It was it was a mix of both, and then after grade ten, it was just film. They didn't offer any digital options, and I was like, "Okay, well, I'm gonna peace." And then, kind of didn't do anything i just kind of had had hobbies bought cameras on and off and everything like that and then i was in university my fourth year there uh and i just wasn't really super happy with what i was doing mm-hmm. um <clears throat> i had uh kind of taken a year to just do school because before that i had been working uh part-time and school part-time uh and i just wasn't happy i figured maybe it was because of that so quit my job still wasn't happy um and then i watched uh funnily enough the have you guys ever seen the movie the secret wife of walter mitty no oh my god uh yes that's with ben stiller though right yes it is it's... so i've seen the trailer but i haven't seen it or maybe it's a movie that someone was yelling at me for movie club that i have to watch Probably. it, I think, it I might think be that's the case it might have been me <laughs> um all right well fuck but so i watched uh and for everyone listening if you haven't watched it go go check it out um i'm not gonna spoil a lot of it but i i watched it and it really um inspired me to take a look at like what i really valued and encouraged me to get out and go after it so i left uh university uh, i went to college for a two-year digital photography program um, and Ed. that's when I really started to focus on it and spend a decent amount of time on it. So I spent a solid two, three years just working on that. Did you go to Niagara? Yes. Oh, yeah. Nice. I went to Niagara College, did their uh, two-year digital photography program. Did you enjoy it a lot? Oh, I loved it. Yeah? It was, <clears throat> uh, for me, it was significantly better than my university uh, experience just because the program was very much... Here are, like, we're doing six projects. These are the due dates. Get them done. And then we had, those were our timelines. If we decided to work on the project ahead of time, we could. Oops. Oh. <laughs> Look at that wave. Just a straight yep. line. Oh, my God. That one bottle. Um, but it was very much like they would talk to us. We didn't have a lot of lectures. We would have maybe one day of the week where we had an hour talk about it we would go in talk about the theory or whatever but then it would be followed by practical demonstrations nice um and it was some of the best time because they spend a lot of money on having a studio space available for the students Mm -hmm. and they primarily focus on like studio type work and being able to control every part of doing a photo is amazing. Like, yeah. you don't, you're not relying on the sun. You don't have to be like, all right, well, I got to wait for this cloud to pass through. Oh my God, I know. <laughs> it's a very different kind of photography, which I still like. I, my favorite is still going out and getting shots, but I still, I enjoyed it because I never had that kind of experience before. We mm-hmm. never had, like in high school, it wasn't like this. It was, we didn't have that kind of setup. So being able to have access to that kind of equipment was was really cool yeah um but yeah it really i don't know photography for me was just a way to kind of get out and explore and then share that with people um i really struggled with because in 
school we're supposed to talk about like what drives us why we're doing it blah 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 we had to put together <laughs> megan has read my uh yeah. portfolio we had to put together like a mission statement and stuff and i'm like i sound like the most pretentious motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> like the way some of the and the way that they teach them to talk about it i'm just like i sound like a douche yeah it's just it it's how it ends up being like it's Art. it's yeah but when you have to sell yourself you end up kind of it's just how it is it's just right? what yeah. you it's 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 very much you no, that's not what you might get the impression but no that's just that's just how you have to describe it and yeah talk about that kind of stuff so because i've seen your portfolio i yeah. think or at least one of them i don't know mm, probably i've got uh, it yeah. was a really big one yeah but you didn't see the the portrait portfolio no I which didn't. we looked at a bunch of his architecture stuff which is really good but then i saw like the actual studio work that he did in school and i was like damn well <laughs> i was just gonna say yeah because i saw your architecture one and so i would i would just kind of assume that that was kind of your favorite kind of um type of yeah, the one, so the one I showed you guys was we, uh, the final project for the second year of the program was you had to put together a portfolio, you had to pick your theme. Um, so my theme was uh, abstract geometry. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's just because of what I, I personally liked shooting it. I found it really enjoyable. It's uh, just something that caught my eye. I actually went back the previous year we had done a trip to New York. Um, cause the school always does a trip to New York. We go through and we go to, um, all the museums. They go to a specific, uh, a couple of very specific photography places. Um, and looking back through those photos, I kept finding what I was shooting a year later for my final project. I was like, this is this type of shot. I had been doing it without even realizing it. Yeah. Hmm. Um, and that kind of developed after the full two years. So that's just what I enjoy the most, but mm-hmm. I I just like shooting in general. I do a, just whatever interests me, whatever mm-hmm. feels like if people ask me to do stuff. Like I did a couple weeks ago, I did an engagement shoot for uh, my one friend, Will, just because oh, he, nice. he asked me to. Not really my thing. Yeah. Um, one thing I don't do is weddings. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but that's just a personal personal thing i don't want to deal with there's there's too there's much, too going, much on. going on for weddings not enough control then in order to do it properly you need a team of, of people mm-hmm. doing it by yourself is a lot of work it's a huge time investment mm-hmm. yeah my um my friend actually kind of has her own like photography business now um and she ended up shooting my friend's wedding and it was funny because like everything was fine when we were outside and like getting the shots that was all fine mm. But then we go to the hall and she's trying to get pictures of the first dance and they completely shut the lights off and there's just like a disco ball or whatever. Uh-huh. And she's like, how am I supposed to get this shot with all the lights off? Fuck. And like, she's like freaking out, like dancing around them and everyone's going up with their iPads and it's like, yep. I could tell yep. she was so frustrated. And I was like, oh, poor girl. Yeah, poor it's... girl. <laughs> Everyone's a photographer now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's not for me. Yeah. Um, work-wise, I've mostly, I've done uh headshots for Mm -hmm. like um just businesses like um insurance companies or random offices and stuff like that that need to put them up on websites or whatever um i've done a lot of that i've done um photos for marathons um so Mm -hmm. i kind of got into that from just running um myself and then doing photos uh for um my the running club back in university so I kind of, the first job that I got as a photographer was through that. Cause I was like, all right, this is about running. 
I know yeah. how this works. <laughs> I can go talk to the dude. Uh, so I applied, got it, and then um, I just kind of get in contact with him whenever he's in the area. Um, and then if I'm available, I'll go out and do some work on some marathons. Mm-hmm. Like I've done around the bay a couple a couple times and uh, the International Marathon down um, by the falls. I've done that a couple times too. Nice. It's been good, yeah. So how did you, like, was it hard to find those kinds of jobs? Um, yes and no. Yeah. It, um, it really depends. A lot of it is about who you know. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's a very, it's a word of mouth business, right? You Mm -hmm. can put a lot of time into advertising and stuff like that, but you also have to put a lot of time into selling yourself and making those kinds of connections. Um, so it, it is and it isn't. I've had a lot of luck, um, like we, it's, if you can create opportunities, then you can at least try to take a chance on them. Yeah. We had uh, a project. Um, so you guys, do you guys know the Ice Wine Festival? Yeah. Oh, yeah. So um, part of our photojournalism classes, we had to do a project where we went after, like we had to do like a report, put together a piece on this. Yeah. Um, so every year they have a gala to start off the Ice Wine Festival. So mm-hmm. I called them and told them that I was a photojournalism student and asked to get press credentials. And then um, by coincidence, I had the same last name as the dude who was supposed to play piano for the thing. So they <laughs> asked about that and I made small talk. And then afterwards I got myself a press pass. Nice. So I went to this event like a black tie swanky thing. Damn. And I just, I went with a suit and a camera and I had my press thing and, but I would never have gotten to do that if I hadn't called. Yeah. You made that opportunity for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's a big part of being a photographer is you have to make your own opportunities or like push yourself because no one's knocking on your door usually to get this stuff done until you have a following, until you have Mm -hmm. a name for yourself. A hundred percent. Which is why if you're starting off and that's your primary way to make where it's it's just it's super stressful every mm-hmm. time you f- you're not doing something to push it forward you feel like you're you're wasting time yeah which is part of what sucks about being your own boss and being in charge of your own mm-hmm. business and stuff yeah when uh i worked at the beacon doing weddings we went to this one wedding networking event which was fun as hell mostly because there was basically none of the pressure of actually needing to successfully network <laughs> on us we were just there to be like hi we're we're from the beacon we do weddings give me wine. <laughs> yeah, give me give me give me all the wine you got. Uh but I ran into my old boss from the portrait studio that I used to work at cuz he had left there and was mostly doing his own photography business thing now and he was like, "Yeah, like you know, weddings are whatever, but you have to go to all these networking events to meet all these people and these wedding planners and stuff to be recommended and blah blah blah." And like he's like, "I'm not getting paid for being here. I'm just showing up and paying money to drink wine and schmooze people basically." And I was like, "Well, that's the business. Yeah. Yeah. So those kind of things are why I <laughs> changed my approach. I didn't, I kind of stopped <laughs> doing those kind of things. It's not, it, it's not why I wanted to do mm-hmm. photography. So I kind of shifted uh, my focus on just doing my own thing. It can take it at the pace that I want. Yeah. Um, and that's pretty much it. I'm eventually going to put together like a book or a, a gallery or something and not to do anything with it but just because that's something i want to do it's something i want to want to put out there yeah exactly um i kind of feel the same way with you there where it's like i don't think i could make it as a professional photographer mostly just because i personally don't think i have the drive to to do that specifically Mm -hmm. like maybe later on in life but right now i'm more focused on what i'm doing right now and photography is just fun and 
something I enjoy doing. Mm-hmm. So I don't want the pressure of having to go out and make new photos or having to make new connections to get the job done, right? Yeah. So I have, like, photos that I like that I've taken and, like, we framed a few and, like, that's fine for me. Like, that's all I need. Mm-hmm. And I still like to go out and, like, get shots and go on photo adventures. We used to do that all Wee. the time. <laughs> like, that was cool. But, yeah. But, again, everyone's a photographer. Mm-hmm. Yes. That was repeated several times in my, my mm-hmm. program. A big point is why and why they pushed us to make sure that, like, everything is perfect mm-hmm. everything has to be because there's a difference between a photograph and a photo and stressing that is what how they mm-hmm. they make their business now because yeah nothing what's stopping you from just quickly snapping a picture on your phone mm-hmm. exactly well and especially now that they're making cameras on phones really good and really user friendly mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah it's like a lot of people are like oh look how cool this photo looks and it's like yeah it does look cool but do you really understand why it looks cool? Do you understand the composition of it and like what the camera did to make that look good? Well, <laughs> a ton of people, right? You, they think it's just, okay, if I get a social media following, then that means, okay, I'm good. I made it. But like, yeah. that doesn't translate into anything for actually you. How are you going to make, how are you going to monetize it? Is that actually what you want to do? Yeah. It's, it's a lot to maintain. and Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah. That's a lot to know. I was talking to Chance about the portrait mode on the the iphone camera mm-hmm. and i was like i mean if you fought the camera and like you knew how to fight the autofocus and everything well enough you could convince the phone to do a photo like that before but like now it just kind of takes it on to effect and i was like also you couldn't change like the apertures or anything to like change how much light's coming in the back and blah 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 and he was like those are all terms that aren't things and i was like no they're no, things they're, yep. they yeah. are for sure things yep don't you worry. Yep. <laughs> but uh, people who don't do cameras don't need to know what those things are. Yeah. So. Yeah, Connor's like, he got me the camera for like, as a grad present or whatever last year, and he was all excited about it. And he took pictures at my grad, because I can't take my own photos, unfortunately. <laughs> so I was giving him like little mini lessons. I was like, portraits are like, I love taking like headshots, portraits, those kinds of things. That's like my thing. Um, and it's like, I'm trying to teach him just like the basics, like... You know, don't, like, completely center me in the photo if you don't have to. And, like, don't go too far away. Kind of go closer. I don't want a full body shot all the time. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, just those little tips to make people look the best <laughs> they can. And so, like, he took a few photos and I was like, no, just try, like, go in more and go that, like, that angle. And he's like, whoa, that, like, changed the whole picture. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. dude. Mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, wait, what aperture do you have it at? And he's like, what? What What do I have it at? I was like, just, just give me the camera. <laughs> just, just, just hand it over. Which I... I, he always puts it on auto, um, auto focus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, on my lens, he always switches it. And I'm like, fuck Don't off. Don't do that. <laughs> it needs to be manual. <laughs> Use your eyes. <laughs> <And> literally. <laughs> when I, uh, my uncle got a camera like that, too, and he went on vacation. He asked me the exact same thing. He'd come back. <laughs> And he's talking to me about all his photos and whatever. And my ankle's over. He's like, yeah, you know how many photos he took? And he's like, this one's for William. I'm going to show him later. Oh, my God. And I did the thing. And I'm just like, great, awesome. Glad I could be there on your vacation. That's awesome. That's so cute. Yeah. This one's for William. (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, But funny, you mentioned uh, portrait. Crawl under Mike. (laughs) Yeah. I brought some stuff since you haven't seen them. Ooh. 
you didn't hear my ice chomp. I did. <laughs> Ooh, <In> there. <laughs> yeah. Oops. So I have a ton. The first I'm just going to quickly um, show you and then you can flip through them. So we had to do um, an assignment. Uh, it's called, we had basically had to take a photo and recreate it. And um, the R1 professor, Steven, he's a big fan of this photographer um, named Karsh. So he does a very, he has a very specific style of portraiture he does. Mm-hmm. So the assignment was we were given, there was a folder of a bunch of Karsh portraits and we had to pick one of the portraits and then reproduce the shot as exactly as we could, meaning the person we photographed had to look similar, everything we used. So this was the picture that uh, I chose. Oh, Um, I I see why you chose that with the, yeah. Yep. And this is uh, an architect, a German dude, his name's Mies Van something. So I picked him and everyone in my class is like, why would you do this? <laughs> <laughs> why? So this is the picture that I submitted for the assignment. <gasps> oh my God. He looks like the exact same. Yeah. So that's my grandpa. <laughs> and that's why I picked the picture because I saw it on my queue look identical to him. I will find some giant ass clear thing thing. (laughs) um so that uh square is actually not that big it is just on a stand like the mics are closer to the lens yep yeah photo magic i love that that's dope so i will hand this to you you can go ahead and you can both flip through these are specifically portraits nice um there's one specifically let me know when really you get to it. I'll mm-hmm. probably know when it's your action. It has a tree in it. It has a tree in it. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. That's cool. With all the, is that just paper? Yeah. So that is, uh, so that's when I started to get, use more of the geometry Ooh, in my portraiture work. That's really so that's pretty. all like Bristol board and stuff on stands set at different, um, lengths away from the camera. Oh, the tree. The tree. Yeah. So, uh, that's not Photoshop. That's what? an actual miniature tree. I went, uh, my friends had it. I borrowed it. I did that all on camera. That's not Photoshop. Why? Oh my God, that's amazing. That's dope. Yeah. That's really cool. We're going to have to find a way to just post all these on the website. Yeah. It should go on the page. Wow. Oh, that looks cool. Mm-hmm. Damn. <laughs> Ooh. I'm a silhouette. sucker for silhouette yeah. photos. <laughs> I freaking love that. Wow. Damn. Ooh. With the skull. Shakespearean. That's cool. Nice. Yeah. Oh, Grandpa. Damn. That lighting. <laughs> no, you said it. that lady. No, that lighting. <laughs> that, well, I mean, that lady. Uh, yeah, too. <laughs> Duh. I'm not um, blind. Can you actually talk about some, like, studio tips that you learned in the program? Because I'm actually really interested yeah. in that aspect because I have no experience whatsoever with Lighting studio is... stuff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The So the biggest thing is when you're setting up your shot, you figure out where you want the camera point of view is. You've got your subject on a stool, table, whatever. Once you have them... In position, and this is a big thing on why I prefer to not shoot people, mm-hmm. um, just because they move. Uh, so <laughs> they are if not you perfect have to move. <laughs> something that's not moving, you set up your 
point of view. You know exactly what you want to see. Um, and then you go and you look at the camera. And when we were in school, they really pushed, uh, made us communicate and not force yourself to do things yourself because it's, it's too much and this is why. So I would have someone grab a light. I would have the lighting set up and I would just have them pick it up and move it to the left and the right as I looked at the camera and I would just tell them to stop and that's the biggest thing is you can have your camera can be great zoom in whatever but you need to pay attention to the lighting yeah mm-hmm. lighting is a hundred percent what will make or break your photo yeah putting the light in a different spot in the frame can completely it change completely changes it for light and and lighting is different for everything you do mm-hmm. lighting for food is very different than lighting for products or something like that and then if you just if you do a backlight if mm-hmm. you light something from behind versus lighting something from the front um so like this is an example that i did where i did it was involved a bunch of different lights um and this is actually multiple photos Ooh, put into combined one. into that one really good that's so cool. Damn. And you, sorry, you said the light was in front or behind? This is, well, this is multiple photos. Oh. So the bottle itself is lit from the back. Okay. The label is the lit uh, oh. with a spotlight specifically just on the label. the label. Okay. The background and the surface it's on. Mm-hmm. is black plexiglass that i sprayed with water yeah and then i had light go across it with a green filter wow that's cool that is inside. awesome so this is a it's a, it doesn't look like an overly complicated shot like it looks really nice but it involved like six different lights having to take multiple shots like a lot of work yeah goes in some different ones so this you can flip through these these are uh product product and studio shots stuff that i did a lot that focuses on lighting and things like that whoa the uv blue that's cool i really like that how did you get the what's what's the backdrop set up so that is a piece of white bristol board and a piece of blue bristol board I would have never thought that. Like, that's insane. Mm-hmm. Um, for that one, I used Ooh. a pure uh, a piece of clear plexiglass I and say, I lit the bottle yeah. from the bottom. Nice. Oh, okay. But that also was a multiple. Ooh. I really like that one. Yeah. That one was two, uh, two lights on the side. Yeah. Yeah, on both. either side. Yep. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Ooh. What? splash you drop something in the yeah so yeah. we had a, a splash assignment um where you so the way the flashes work is you basically set the light or the interval for how long the light is on and if that doesn't match up with your shutter speed your shutter can be open and the flash can go off and essentially if that's the only thing that lights up when the camera's there it freezes the motion in place wow so you're not doing it necessarily with a slow you are using a slow shutter speed but you're controlling what's captured with the flash yeah like hmm. when the light wow yeah. and that's a really good splash though like yeah, it's perfectly a... like symmetrical almost like yeah there were a lot of it took, it took a lot of takes well yeah yes spider-man <laughs> <laughs>
That's cool. Is that a model car or an actual car? Uh, that's just a uh, model car. Okay. Yeah. I was like, I what what scale is this on? <laughs> oh, nice. that looks really cool. The cards and the roses. I like that a lot. Yeah, that one's uh not actually in a studio one. That's from that gala. Uh, oh. I was telling you guys about. Oh wow. Cool. Yeah. But that was just there was that was set up. There's some lighting over there, so I. Yeah. I really like that. I was too. gonna say, why is that so cool? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking utensils stacked. Okay. Wow. Yas, the sword. Damn. I love taking shots with like it's out of like in focus here, and the rest is mm-hmm. out of focus, and oh, I love that. Yeah, depth of field plays Damn. a yeah. huge part of it too, right? For sure. Another splash. Ooh. That one's really cool. And is that a lemon? It looks like a lemon. Yeah, it's a lemon. <laughs> yep. And then was that just Bristol board again for the background? Uh, that is actually, it's just lighting. It's just a normal backdrop. Um, and then I'm using a blue filter on the light. Um, mm. And I'm actually dropping the lemon in a fish tank. Oh, cool. <laughs> yeah. That makes sense. Oh, more splash. That's cool with like the lines coming off the lemon. I was going to say, That's I, really like, neat. I like that. Oh, damn. Wow. That's really cool. What the fuck? These lemons. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> we gotta show Dane that. I love the popcorn. Like that's such a simple like setup, but yeah. it's, it like tells a story almost. Mm-hmm. That's what I love about photography. It tells a story without writing. Ooh, the diamond with the lighting in the bottom. That's really cool. Wow. Nice. Oof. The dough. Yes, that wine. <laughs> It looks so good. The cookies! Oh, those cookies look delicious. What the fuck? Like, this could actually be a legit, like, Chips Ahoy ad. Like, <laughs> I'm just saying. Like, that's beautiful. Wow. Nice. Nice little ingredient spread. Ooh. Ooh! The strawberry with the cream on the spoon? Yeah. Yeah, I did a bunch of those. There was a whole... That was probably really hard to get. Uh, yeah, once I had it set up it was it was fine it was just a lot of a lot of setups <laughs> i was gonna say i feel like it'd just be so unpredictable each time right like i don't know yeah once you have it like once you've got it like the sh- luckily once you oh, have the line, you like, shot lined up and all that um you just keep Ooh. doing it multiple times i was gonna say did you just use the same strawberry <laughs> <laughs> no i had like i bought like two packages and stuff like Ate that the of amount <laughs> of random things i've purchased for photography, for photography purposes is just oh we know ridiculous. <laughs> we get it um there is so there's this one assignment we had to do um which is called the self-portrait assignment mm-hmm. so we had to take five and our professor loved to call them selfies mm-hmm. um but they had to be with our camera not a cell phone there had to be it was supposed to be part like tell a story like show mm-hmm. part of ourselves whatever mm-hmm. um so we weren't supposed to have any people in it and the shots had to be taken by us meaning you couldn't have someone push the button for you you mm. needed to but you didn't have to like you could put it on a stand or whatever right Either you put it on a tripod yeah, yeah we had tripods yeah. we had remote triggers and yeah. stuff like that um so i have mine and i'll show you guys it's in Ooh, i'm excited for order <laughs> See, that's what that's about. I'm excited. Yeah. 
so that's that one. Um, Thank you. Assistance. And I really, so the tricky part about the assignment is once we started, we had to shoot the shots the fall in a sequence. We had to do it five days in a row. Oh. So if you messed up, you had to start from scratch. Oh, damn. damn. So there's a photo in there that was not what was originally planned. Oh. So let me know when you're on the one with the blue background that I've got like green in my hair and stuff and let me know if you have questions about them it feels real shiny what you think (laughs) so do you know some kind of like martial arts or karate yeah i know kung fu okay i was like (laughs) i know kung fu (laughs) this is the kind of idea i'm getting but i just wanted to make sure yeah no i uh i was taking that one green yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so uh that was supposed to be, you know, that um, makeup effect that people can do with like its fish scales with the, um, you get like that bathroom scrubber and mm-hmm. you just do it. So, uh, did that. One of the girls in our class said she could do it for me. She's um, a liar. Did not work. Yeah. <laughs> She's, She's a, a filthy liar. liar. Um, so, ended up having to completely come up with an idea on scratch. Wow. And that's, that's what I came up with. Still turned out good. Not scales like, though. I like the I like the photo and like the way the lighting is and everything and how the green is reflected on your body too, not just your hair. Like it's a oh, great yeah. photo. Yeah, is that a it, light? It, it just yeah, that's all okay. in that's all none of it's Photoshop. Okay. All of it's in uh I just in for some reason I thought you had like green gel or something in your hair, but then she pointed out the light everywhere else and I was like, Oh shit, no, that's a light. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, so it's supposed to be like a weird, just different kind of thing fantastical yeah there's like a different side of you yeah it was supposed like, to be Ooh. a reference to oh the like, book biology. photo <laughs> yeah this is the, the my favorite one yeah sorry i we interrupted you what were you saying <laughs> <laughs> you were saying something still about this photo. Uh, the previous one was supposed to be uh like a callback to uh biology and science and stuff like that which was the point of the scales mm-hmm. the scales but right. it didn't end up panned out that's okay yeah i love this <laughs> one with all the photo books. yep Wow. Yeah, that's the one I'm happy about. It that 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 one worked, and I was like, all right, cool, I'm good. And yes, I and... I feel like I've already asked you this, but those are all your books, yes? Yeah, yeah. those are all. <laughs> there His were own. like five boxes. It just it was... looks like you're in a room full of books. Yeah, it was tables, and then I left a room in between the tables for me to come up like in <laughs> of between. Course. It was yeah. a whole setup. It was. Did it matter to you where the books were laid out? Did it have any kind of significance? Or you were just like, here uh... are my books. <laughs> At that point, I only had so much time, so I was just trying to make sure it didn't tip over. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I was going to say, it gets a little <laughs> in sketchy. There. Yeah. But I and like that they're not perfectly There's a ton of books staffed. that you just don't see because they're just built up to... Oh, for sure. All yeah. the, anything that's elevated is... There's other books putting it up to that height. It's not like yeah. a random box or something. Nice. That's cool. Yeah. Ooh. And then the black and white. I love how you set up the background and then wore the vest with the yeah, white shirt to like. The, yeah. That's really cool. I love that. That's really cool. Wow. And how you're like in the middle of it, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And again, Bristol board, I assume. Yeah. Same yeah. thing with Bristol board. <laughs> Damn, but Bristol like board's that, fucking handy. I would have never guessed. Yeah, fuck. <laughs> A huge, like that course is what showed me like you can do so much. With little in random camera, shit. You don't need. To, you don't need to rely on Photoshop, and mm-hmm. it made me a better photographer. Yeah, you, you don't. You can find that stuff just by Getting messing creative. with what's already there. Yeah, which 
honestly kind of blows my mind because a lot of the times you see photos like that, you just assume that it was heavily mm-hmm. edited. But you're probably just not giving enough credit to the photographer that it was just amazing. <laughs> like, just saying. It's just amazing. And, like, I try not to use, like, editing stuff for the photos I take. I usually only use it when, like, the sun was super unpredictable that day. Uh, and, like, three of the shots I took were great and the last one wasn't because the sun shifted. So it's like, fuck, I gotta you know. fix that. But, yeah. Now I get it. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. I didn't know you actually went to school for photography, so that's... Yeah, I did a, I did a two-year program. I wanted to to really... It had been a while since I had done it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I had actually... I wasn't um, just applying to Niagara. I'd also applied to Humber and um, Sheridan. I had gotten interviews in both. Oh, wow. Um, I had just... It, going to Humber would have been way more expensive. Yeah. Um, but I liked, I honestly, I liked, like, I went, when I went up there, I went an interview and I had to show them, like, a portfolio too. And mm-hmm. that, it, even that experience was really good because that was before I even had anything. So it was just pictures I had taken. Random yeah. ones. Um, and that random person I had spoken to, like, I felt, I got a lot of encouragement from it because it's like, you know, you've got a really good eye. It's like, all right, cool. This makes me feel makes good. Makes me feel better. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, a big thing was, like, they we're trying to prepare us for a career in photography. Mm-hmm. And that's why I like the Niagara college program is cause that's what they said. And I really feel like they did because I was smart enough to realize like, Nope, this is not. <laughs> yeah. Well, I know, I know what the requirements are and this is not what I want to commit to right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which is a big thing. Some people like, Oh, it might be a waste of money. And I don't think it was because no. I'm not going to lose it. I can still go out and use all these mm-hmm. tools. I'm just going to delay me focusing on that for something i can do something else consistently yeah right now right yeah well and even like and this might sound silly but even if it advances the enjoyment of your hobby yeah. i think mm-hmm. that's even worth it right well and like, that's the biggest yeah. thing right like mm-hmm. yeah it was expensive but what isn't yeah and it gave you like marketable skills too mm-hmm. like you can mm-hmm. use those in oh, any i've taken things i've learned from that program and it's been applicable in so many other places of my For life. Sure. Like mm-hmm. we had a whole assignment where we were forced to go out and talk with businesses and give them like a proposed shooting thing. And it was for an assignment. So there wasn't actually any money being exchanged, Yeah. but we had to go through the entire thing. Like there was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that exposure is what gave me a lot of like, all right, this is, this is how this works. This is how businesses operate. This is how you make an invoice, blah, 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 blah. Wow. That's really cool. Yeah. Awesome. Very insightful. Yeah, <laughs> really was. I really like the studio aspect because, yeah, like you said, like with, when you go to high school and you take photography, there's <laughs> no kind of studio Mm-mm. business. Oh my God. Like, it's a complete, no. it's, it's almost like a completely different discipline. The things you learn in the studio are definitely applicable outside of it, mm-hmm. but you also, you control everything, every facet of the shot you can manipulate and control to make exactly what you want Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and i feel like that makes it a lot easier to do stuff on camera too rather Mm -hmm. than relying on photoshop it does it it definitely does all right sounds good yeah that was fun yeah um do we know what our next episode is i feel like we wrote it down yeah go for it (laughs) (laughs) you got to know that already (laughs) uh so thanks will that was freaking awesome 
Yay. You're welcome. Uh, speaking of having Will here, it's kind of cool, but our next episode is for, about our adult friendships. Oh, yes! Yeah. Oh, Brad. <laughs> oh, neat. <laughs> gonna be kind of a happy and kind of a sad episode. <laughs> yeah. So basically, we're just gonna talk about how, you know, those friendships can change from when you're younger and how they get better and how worse. How important friendship still is as an adult. Complicated. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be a roller coaster. <laughs> But I'm glad that we had you on this week to uh, prepare us for that. (laughs) (laughs) Nothing could ever prepare us for that, but fine. True. (laughs) Whatever. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye. You got to say bye. Bye. (laughs) No, like, bye. Bye.